0: You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Lumber 102 FM. Hello there, and you're very welcome to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan. I'm going to be with you for the next hour or so, looking at all the latest in tech and answering any questions you might have. As always, you can call 069-66200, 06 6 or you can text or WhatsApp 0 at seven one double six nine eight hundred, or you can email patrick102fm at gmail.com. Any questions you might have, I'll answer them on the next show. And a, a question this week, I actually got in person. I actually met one of the listeners, and uh, they recognized me, and they said, um, you know, you're doing the tech show, would you be able to help me out? So they actually had their phone, and it was one of the, the Doro phones, uh the, the flip phones, and um she was saying that her messaging uh, is not working. And so I said I'd have a look at it, you know, when she went to open messages. And it was very strange. It just shows sometimes, you know, you could think you could come up with solutions for things and that, that, you know, just, oh, just restart it, take out the battery, put it in, do different things and it'll fix it. But sometimes things are just, just go and they're just gone. And, you know, it's strange. It happened to me with a laptop one time. Um. But, yeah, no, I could have probably opened up the laptop, but I I thought I could fix it in software. You know, I could restart it, go to the go to the settings and, you know, and fix it. But I couldn't. Uh, It was actually a hardware, a broken hardware issue. But it seemed to be that as well as I, I, you know, it has a a specific message button which wasn't doing anything. So I thought something might have been turned off. So I went into the settings and went into the SMS and uh, it was turned on. I turned it off, turned it on again, restarted the phone, took out the battery put it back in tried all the different things i could think to do and it just wasn't coming up but also there's another button beside it for the camera and that also wasn't working so for some reason it disappeared off of the phone and unfortunately uh uh, thanks for the listener for asking me and uh, for asking me a bit of help but uh, sometimes there's things that just can't be uh, can't be sorted out in software or in settings or you know d- trying all the different tricks you can to, to fix things sometimes things are just broken and they just go and, and uh, it's very strange because the, the, the call part of the phone was working fine it was just the messaging and the camera had disappeared and, uh, and there's hard buttons there for them you know so it's very strange uh, that they weren't working, but uh, unfortunately, it looks like the listener might have to replace the phone. Unfortunately, but um, uh, thanks very much to that listener anyway. And um, best of luck. And luckily, they're not an expensive phone, so it could be replaced fairly cheaply. And luckily, the same phone is still available. It happened um, a relation of mine before. They had a phone. They were very used to. Do you know, they weren't big into phones. So that when they got used to the phone, they wanted to keep it, and it broke and in the new model was very different and <laughs> they didn't like the new model we ended up finding a different phone with kind of very sa- similar settings to the original phone it was actually one of those Dora phones as well but it was the older i oh know it was they went to the Dora phone they had another phone that was similar to that uh, years ago i forget the brand but then we got them the nokia 3310 the new one that came out and said oh that's known as a simple phone but um they didn't like it so we ended up getting the doro phone in but it was similar to another there was another one very similar flip phone and the same kind of setup and um i suppose some people just like what they're used to and things like that so uh, uh but luckily those doro phones are still fairly widely available as far as i can see anyway so and speaking of new phones actually i changed phone myself i actually um um I saw there was a some good offer i have i've had my nothing phone one or i had it um for the last since it came out what was it a year and a half ago t- two years ago a year and a half ago. And uh, it's been quite good, quite stable. It wasn't a flagship phone, as I said, you know, but it was uh, the price was quite good. Was it like 400 euro or something like that? And it was, you know, three quarters ways of a flagship phone. And it had those um, glyph lights on the back, which is really cool. And it could do, you know, they were trying interesting things. They were trying to be the Apple of Android. You know, uh, it's an Android phone that feels like an iPhone and it's very smooth and all together, and it was, it was pretty good, uh, but then the new model came out, and I was, you know, I was I was excited for it, to see what it was like, and maybe I might be interested in trading in for it, but then the price came out, and it was like €750, Euro, something like that, and, uh, you know, and it was, uh, the chip in it was from last year's uh, flagship phones, so it wasn't, you know, it was no no it was superior to the nothing phone 1 but it was um the flagship chip from the year before and i was saying you know oh, that's not great for for the the price it is it was a seven, yeah 799 or 750 i think something like that depends on what spec you get but uh, i was saying oh kind okay, of that's out so and um i thought no more about it so you know i i was thinking then you know the next phone i'm going to get i'm trying to go and I get one of the flagship phones uh, but they're so expensive, and I, was, you know, I didn't know what to do. I just said, "Look, I'll just hang on to my own phone at the moment." Uh, but then, you know, the flagship phones, I suppose, the three big ones would be the iPhones, uh, the Samsung Galaxy S, you know, S twenty three at the moment. So the the, the twenty three, the Ultra, and the kind of the cheaper one, which is the SE, something like that. And then you have the Google Pixel phones. And, like, the Google Pixel would be the most um, reasonable of the three because you can get, say, the, I don't know how much the cheaper one or is. It, oh, no, it's coming out soon. It's not out yet. But the Google Pixel 8 um, is $799 uh, in comparison to the to the other, uh, say, the iPhone and um, Samsung Galaxy would be closer to 1000 so in general, with similar specs and things like that, there are probably a hundred cheaper. But it was still out of my um, still out of my price range. But then uh, this is on the say the prices from the Google website for, for the Pixel itself. But then I saw one of the local um, shops had actually in well in the Crescent had um, two hundred euro off of the the Google Pixel, the standard one. And uh, now it didn't have any money off of the 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 pro version unfortunately but you know for a flagship phone uh for 599 so i said you know that's a, a flagship phone for um pretty much close to what i paid for my mid-range phone uh, last year or a year and a half ago so i said this, this this is pretty good so i said i'll see about trading in my phone what would i get so i actually uh traded it in i had the cover and all the all the you know whenever i get a new phone i keep everything off of it put it back in the box uh i don't even use the cable or anything because i have the previous cable i have a high speed charging cable from two phones ago uh, and it can charge anything up to what i need so um i kept everything as new so it got the highest rating kind of for trading it in so i actually got 230 euro for it which is quite good and um now maybe if i'd sold it privately put it up on done deal or adverts or something like that i might have got uh maybe 250 or 280 or something but it was handy Uh, so i only had to go from one shop get the cash from my old phone and then uh, add on the rest and get the new phone so um and the good thing is i'll be able to hang on to this one hopefully a little bit longer (laughs) than the previous one but it was it was a it was a a, you know a, a good offer So I decided I'd take it up because you're not going to get a flagship phone uh, for 599 uh, every day. So I thought that was quite good. Uh, Google are giving seven years of full updates and um, they, you know, the pixels get all the updates before everybody else. So I was always (laughs) like, hear about the pixel getting uh, the new version of Android. And then a month later, two months later, six months later, I might get it. uh so you know even samsung would get it after the pixel as well so uh they'll be the first to get all the new updates and uh you know and google are really taking the lead when it comes to ai with photography and things like that now it's not the pro model there are a few downsides from it it is smaller it's a bit smaller but do you know I, and i usually do like big phones but it's uh sometimes i miss having the, to be able to do with one hand so one hand to type in and things like that will be much easier um but uh, and and compared to the pro it's missing a lens it doesn't have the big zoom lens but it has the same main lens it has most of the same ai technology it has that um my favorite one uh, that i'm excited to try out is the best take I oh, no i'm not using the phone till christmas because uh uh my 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 wife uh contributed to the other part of the of the payment <laughs> so it's it's becoming my christmas present so that's why um uh, I won't be using it until Christmas, unfortunately. So I'm back on my old uh, Realme GT 5G phone, which is very good as well. But that keep me going for the moment, Crack screen and all. Uh, but I'm uh, going to keep it for Christmas. But um, it doesn't have the the zoom lens. Um, it it has the the, the best take, uh, which I'm as I say, I'm excited to try out. Was which you if you have a big group of ten people, will say you take a picture or say four or five pictures of them. And all of a sudden in one picture, Auntie Mary has her eyes closed. And in another picture, um, you know, Uncle John is is laughing or looking down at the ground. And then you can, what you can do is click on a person's face and it gives you 10 options. Or if you take 10 photos, or if you take five photos, it'll give you five options. And then you can choose their, their face in one photo and then go on the next person and get the best version of each person and it puts it into one photo for you and it does it seamlessly. So that is very, very handy. So, um, you know, it, it, you could be standing with five or six people beside you taking photos and nobody would have a good photo of everybody. And all of a sudden you would, you'd would be able to do it. So that that's very, very good. Now, um, there's some new AI technology in the video system that won't It's in the pro it won't be in the in the other one in the, the the one that i got in the standard one but in general uh it's very very good um not super fast charging i think it's it's a 33 watts charging or something like that so not super fast charging but a full day's battery so i i tend to um just plug it in if i'm in the car or if i'm um if I'm, uh, when I go to bed, so it doesn't, uh, it, it it does a full day's battery anyway, so I don't think I'll be worried about that, I have plenty of chargers and things if I need it, so, but it's, uh, because it has the same chip as the, as the bigger phone, uh, and it has a smaller screen, so the screen is the thing that uses your battery most, uh, it, it actually will be very, very efficient when it comes to battery, it's still, it's a bigger battery than the, then the nothing phone as well uh so it's 4570 or something like that uh so i'm excited to try it now um so uh, my first um is it my first flagship actual like i've had lots of flagship killer phones over the years from lg the the g3 and g2 and g3 um uh, the Pocophone, um, lots, lots of different, uh, every uh, new, the OnePlus, of course, a few OnePlus models. Um, so all the different, uh, all the different flagship killers over the years. So this is my first flagship phone. Uh, so, but it's the, you know, the, 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 it is a flagship killer itself because it's priced. It's all about flagship killer is a flagship phone for a cheaper price this is a flagship phone for a cheaper price. So uh, in a way it's still a flagship killer itself, you know? So it's it's competing with iPhone and the Samsung Galaxy and things like that. So I'm excited to try that out. So that's been my interaction with one of our listeners and thank you very much for, for listening in. Uh, I hope you're well. And uh, and my own um, uh, new phone upgrade. So, uh, but there, there's still bargains out there. The, those, some of those prices are still available. Now, I could have gone out, maybe, and got better specs with, say, a lesser-known brand, Um, but, you know, I have had on and off, you know, I've had Xiaomi phones, right, and they've been very, very stable, they've been good, but I've had other brands um, with different processors and things like that, which, uh, they ticked all the boxes for specs, but when I got them, then... There were glitchy, there was different things happening. Now I know the Google Pixel hasn't had the best reputation with their own chip, but uh, apparently some of the updates, uh, with the, I looked this up before I bought it, uh, some of the updates have fixed a lot of the glitches. So you see a ton of reviews if you look it up and oh, there's some problems, there's different things. Uh, but this happens a lot because they, it launches with Android as well. So they get, they're the first phones to get it. Um, so there was glitches in the beginning, uh, but it's been out for a month and a half now, something like that. And um, luckily, a lot of those, you know, I've watched a couple of the videos, a couple of the videos, you know, five weeks later, four weeks later, uh, before I bought it. And it's it, they seem to say, yeah, they've closed in a lot of those glitches. It's a lot more stable now. And it actually it's a phone that when, the more you use it. The better it gets with battery and things like that, and the less glitchy it gets, it gets to know your um, some of the AI technology. It gets to know your the the way you use the phone, and it adapts itself to that. So very very um, smart technology. Um, but let's have a look at some of the latest in tech and uh, there's a mix of kind of entertainment tech different bits and pieces in here so let's have a look I just as I do every week I just look up all the latest news I don't read the stories too much Uh, I want to do to get a kind of an authentic reaction to to a lot of the stories in tech and entertainment and things like that so uh, we can we can have a look here Uh, Spotify Wrapped 2023 assigns you a sound town based on your your music taste Uh, Spotify Wrapped is back with some new ways to categorize your listening personality. So this is always nice to see. Um, I was a Spotify premium customer, but I kind of moved to YouTube music because it gives you YouTube premium as well and gets rid of all the ads and everything like that. And it's similarly priced. So you kind of get two for the price of one kind of thing. And, uh, I, you know, outside of music, I wasn't using Spotify for that much. I maybe still listen to the Joe Rogan podcast every so often or something like that if there's an interesting guest on. Um but in general, I don't use Spotify an awful lot and YouTube music is pretty much has the same kind of thing in some ways, actually in a many ways, I take it back. In many ways, it's much better because the, the I'm not a big fan of the UI on Spotify. Uh, just swiping down to, if, if there's something playing and it's on the full screen and you want to swipe down and move things around, and it doesn't work half as well as YouTube does. In fairness, YouTube is so well designed and YouTube music um, is pretty good so uh for just how would how the playlists are set up and all that now spotify is quite is still quite good but um i suppose it was just uh the fact that i got youtube included as well for going to youtube music um but the ra- the, the 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 spotify wrapped is the what they do at the end of the year is showing you what you've been listening to through the year and you know as when i was a premium member before i was listening to all my music through that so it would give you a a big roundup of everything you've been listening to throughout the year and now that i'm not i don't know will i even get it but if i do get it it'll be just uh like two or three podcasts that i listen to on it and uh it would, the ones that are like spotify exclusives so it, w- <laughs> it won't be a lot in the last year um yeah i was definitely gone uh before a year ago so uh, yeah, I won't be getting much of a rap, but let's see what its uh, Roundup is live, as as was the case with previous years. It features a bundle of shareable stats that break down the most listened artists, songs and podcasts for 574 million users. Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, is it individual? Yeah, it is individual, isn't it? But there are some surprises, too, including a new system that assigns you a city based on your listening habits. Uh, although Spotify rap largely features the same basic listening stats every year, it seems it will always find fun new ways to serve them up. That element is fun uh, is still oh fun, is still missing from the competition like Apple Music Replay, which remains largely unchanged from last year. Our YouTube Music's seasonal annual recap breakdowns. Oh yeah, so I'll probably get that now. Uh, this year, you can check out your Spotify rap through the app or on the web for the first time by heading to spotify.com forward slash wrapped uh, the roundup will make you uh, will match you with the city or a sound town as spotify calls it uh that shares a similar taste in music based on what you've listened to in 2023 and like the music personality spotify included rap last year it has me in 2023 uh, feature features the links, uh, your listening patterns uh, with one of 12 characters made by Spotify. Getting assigned the luminary, for example, means you tend to play light, upbeat music more than others, while the alchemist means uh, you create more playlists than others. I don't know what i would be Uh, i listen to all kinds of everything so i don't know what city they're going to give me (laughs) something right in the middle of the world because i listen to stuff from all over the place uh, and all kinds of genres and everything Uh, alongside these treats spotify will add more uh, to the metrics it includes in each year's wrapped Uh, when viewing your top five artists you'll now see which month your listener for each artist peak so it'll tell you you know you were listening to a lot of uh, Katy perry there a year ago but it sloped off and that kind of thing uh, meanwhile the top five genre story has a new design that represents each of your most listened to genres as ingredients in a sandwich <laughs> so uh, it's interesting things it's a bit of fun so that's pretty nice uh the xbox app has a new compact mode for windows handhelds uh, Microsoft compact mode is now available in the Xbox PC app. Uh, so for the handhelds that are using uh, that, Microsoft's new compact mode that makes the Xbox PC app a little easier to use on handheld PC, uh, gaming PCs is now available. I suppose that's handy, all right? You see sometimes, you know... Um, if you open something on your phone and you open it in desktop mode uh, a web page or something like that and it's so kind of far away and it doesn't fit in the screen properly and i suppose uh, the the full-size version of um of microsoft could be like that uh so it's a good idea they do a compact mode for smaller screens because uh, it does change the form factor needed um The company has been testing the compact mode, but uh, thanks to an update to the Xbox PC app, you can now try it for yourself, according to an Xbox Wire blog post. Uh, The big change for compact mode is that the sidebar collapses down into icons, meaning that the sidebar takes up less real estate. Uh, The new mode should work well with devices like the Asus ROG Ally and Lenovo's Legion Go. And Microsoft says it's working with Asus and other manufacturers to ensure that the compact mode is enabled by default on your handheld devices. Uh, So that's very good. They're getting a compact mode. Uh, Adobe scrambles to address EU and UK anti-competition concerns. Uh, Bloomberg reports the creative software giant is putting together a proposal to appease regulators, currently blocking its 20 billion bid for the product design platform Figma. Uh, this may include adobe divesting itself from its own product design application adobe xd and promising not to lock figma into adobe's creative cloud product bundle yeah everything that's that's uh, adobe audition uh, that i use here it was um cool edit professional before that and um i still use that on some of my computers but um they just bought it and swallowed it up. And, you know, they did the same with Photoshop and everything like that. But um, I have more of a, a personal uh, kind of knowledge of Cool edit Pro. And in some ways, even though it was like 2002 or something, they bought them out. In some ways, Cool edit they didn't bring over all the good stuff. Uh, in some ways, for recording audio like right now, um, live recording audio and things like that, I still find Cool edit professional, even though it's that far back. Uh, is better than Adobe Audition in many ways but for multi-track uh recording and uh editing and things like that Cool Edit or um, Adobe is better all right but so it's not always good that they got get bought out by a bigger company because they add things and they change things around to make it their own and sometimes uh, it, it it was a genius invention uh the the Cool Edit Professional it was the original kind of a brilliant audio editing easy to use and easy to edit and yeah, yeah, it was very good but um adobe edition is pretty good too but um yeah but this other company now uh the the uk and eu anti-competition are concerned that uh, they're going to lock them in and have the same thing have them in the bundle and um so adobe has until december 19th and february 5th Uh, to respectively soothe concerns raised by the EU and uh, UK regulators. So we'll have to see what uh, what comes of that. Uh, Apple announces its apps and trends of the year. Uh, and winners are, so this is the the Apple, different apps and different trends of the year. The iPhone app of the year, all trails. So I haven't used that. No, I don't. Uh, no, I, maybe these some of these aren't available on Android and I haven't used an iPhone in the last year. Uh, iPhone app of the year is all trails. Uh, iPad app of the year is Pret a Makeup. Uh, The Mac app of the year is Photomator. I presume it's uh, some photo editing tool. Uh, Apple TV app of the year is Mubi, M-U-B-I. Apple Watch app of the year is Smart Gym. Uh, iPhone game of the year is Honkai Star Rail. Uh, iPad game of the year is Lost in Play. And the Mac game of the year is Lies of P. Uh, Apple Arcade Game of the Year, Hello Kitty Island Adventure. And Apple was also awarded generative AI, uh, has uh, has also awarded generative AI with trend of the year. Uh, Apps are the reflection of culture and in 2023, generative AI captured users' collective imagination with its evolution unfolding in real time apple started integrating ai throughout the year in a variety of ways although many features are still in their infancy uh, they gave users a chance to see firsthand the technology in action and come to their own conclusions about the benefits and risks uh so that's uh, very good so that's um the apps of the year, and it's funny, I haven't used or played with any of them, any of the games or apps or anything like that. So it's it's just funny that I went through a whole list and I, none of them I have tried, but uh, uh, maybe a lot of them are um, exclusives. Oh, yeah. So I saw a clip of this. <laughs> so, um, the, so the back story of the next story is uh, Elon Musk. Recently, uh, they brought out uh, some magazine brought out a kind of what they call a hit piece about uh, X, about Twitter and also like an activist company as well that are kind of set up to to kind of, uh, are they called Media Matters or something like that? They're kind of set up to go after people and kind of try to um, say if, if. I came on here and started saying foul language and everything like that. Uh, they could go after the people that advertise on the station or something like that, you know, that kind of thing, uh, and try to get the, the ads, try, try to get your funding pulled and things like that. So um, they wrote uh, a story saying that uh, advertisers, um, ads are being shown beside far-right kind of, and like real far-right, not, 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 you know, somebody that, that has some mild right of center kind of views. Some like Nazis and things like that, that advertisers' ads are being shown beside that. Um, so what happened was Elon Musk looked into it and he saw that they had, uh, that the, the people in question had set up an account and started f- trying to find everyone that was as far to right as possible and start following all of them. And then, kind of refreshing, refreshing, refreshing all the time to get uh, an ad to pop up beside one of their tweets. Uh, so they had like uh, they had heavily, heavily manipulated the algorithm to, until it gave them the result that they wanted, and that no natural use whatever it would ever occur from that. So you know they set up an anonymous account, whatever it was, or set up a fake name. And then they followed all the, the, the all the worst people. And then they, uh, they, so you know, when you refresh, it gives you a new set of everything, or new ads appear. Uh, and so they kept doing that, or, or ads will appear eventually. Uh, so they just kept refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And then the minute they got what they wanted, so it was a, a far right person's uh, tweet, and then uh, an ad beside it. Uh, which, you know, the system is is set uh, to do very, very little. You know, sometimes it's not, they don't want to ban things outright, but they just want to, they can minimize things where it means nothing. You know, say um, a normal person goes in and and follows just normal people. That that kind of thing is never going to come up, you know. And even if you follow, say if you're a person that was, bordering on right of uh, uh, bordering on far right and then you you started following one or two of them but all the other things you followed was just sports and whatever else Uh, that wouldn't even happen then it was it was so manipulated that, that they just followed crazy far right people and uh and manipulated it to make it look bad didn't they published all that and said look what look uh advertisers this is what's happening all your all your ads are being are being put up right beside far right people and in apple pulled out somebody else pulled out but unfortunately uh for them uh, all of this was all um in the system so they were able to go back and show this is what they did this is how they manipulated it. Uh, it was all in the in Twitter's um, system, and they were our, our exes system now. They were able to um, to uh, uh, manipulate it to that, and that's why Apple pulled out. So there's a big lawsuit uh, after being announced by Elon Musk uh, that they they're. they're They lost billions uh, in advertising because of a fake story. So last night he was talking. (laughs) So this is where the story uh, I have in front of me now kicks in. Ex-CEO responds, and I won't be able to read exactly what he said, and tells departing advertisers to go something yourself Uh, on Wednesday. Executive Chair and Chief Technical Officer Elon Musk used his interview at the Dealbrook Summit uh, event to antagonize, adver- antagonize advertisers, singling out uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger, who was present, uh, that paused doing business with the company, as well as clarifying his previous statements in ways that probably made them worse. So in fairness, they pulled out because of a hit piece that was clearly, you know, fairly immediately shown to be a hit piece. Um, that it was, you know, so he's he's he's, not happy about it uh t- today or now the company's ceo linda yaccarino has chimed in with this post on x uh, today elon musk gave a wide-ranging and candid interview at dealbrook 2023 he also offered an apology uh, an explanation and explicit point of view about our position x is enabling an information independence that's uncomfortable for some people we're a platform that allows people to make their own decisions and here's my perspective when it comes to advertising x is standing at a unique and amazing intersection of free speech and main street and the x community is powerful and here and is here to welcome you to our partners who believe in our meaningful work thank you Uh, so yeah so it is you know there's all kinds of everything but that's what the block button is for i suppose um if you don't like somebody if you don't like uh you know certain uh people on twitter you can block them so it's very handy for that uh, activision blizzard had a plan or ploy to launch its own android game or android game store uh, court documents showed the gaming giant wanted more from mobile Uh, Until today, we never heard of Project Boston. It was an Activision Blizzard's uh, big plan to earn more money from its mobile games by changing its relationship with Google. And if things had gone differently, it would have been given Activision Blizzard uh, its own app store on Android. Uh, In late 2019, according to internal emails and documents, uh, I saw in the courtroom during the Epic v Google trial, uh, the company decided it was going to dual track two intriguing parallel plans. The first plan was to build its own mobile game store, either in partnership with Epic Games and Clash of Clans publisher Supercell, or all by itself, uh, uh, to bypass the Google Play Store. Uh, you'd download it from a website, sideload it onto your Android phone, and then you'd be able to purchase, download, and patch games like Candy Crush, Call of Duty Mobile, and Diablo Immortal there. Uh, so that has actually happened a couple of times. There is a few Android stores that aren't official Android uh, that you can sideload and you, you can get li- different games and things like that on it. Uh, they would be just hosting APK files and things like that that you can install. Uh, in private emails with Epic CEO Tim Sweeney, Activision Blizzard CFO Armin Zerze- Zerza uh, pitched it as the Steam of mobile. A single place to buy mobile games with a single payment system. Documents suggest the store would charge a transaction fee of 10 to 12 percent, lower than the 30 percent fee Google, and Nintendo, uh, Sony, Microsoft, and Steam impose on gaming transactions. Uh, if it worked, Activision Blizzard wrote the company would attempt to do the same thing that the iPhone, uh, the in-state goal, according. Same thing with the iPhone. Sorry, uh, the in-state goal, according to the documents, was to put all of Activision Blizzard and King's titles and possibly third-party games on Android first, with Apple iOS to follow. But Apple are a lot more restrictive when it comes to that. When it comes to side loading and things like that. Um, so I don't know if they would have been able to do it there so easily. Uh, but Activision Blizzard was ready to drop the entire plan cold turkey uh, if its second-round Project Boston idea worked. The company was simultaneously negotiating with Google for a deal valued at over $100 million, designed to capture stronger economics for ABK across mobile, YouTube, advertising, media, spend, and cloud. Either way, Activision Blizzard would make, uh, way, uh, would make more money than it did simply sitting back and paying Google 30%. Uh, in December 2019 Project Boston document, it was clear that Activision Blizzard only intended to ultimately pick up one of the two plans. We should secure real savings with Google. We would uh, deprioritize path two, and the company wrote in, le- in bold letters, part two was listed, build your own mobile store, just to be crystal clear. Uh, if Activision Blizzard had embarked on, on the build your own mobile store path, We would have seen the store launch in 2019 or 2020 without much fanfare at first. It was planned as a very small project within the company with a headcount of fewer than 70 people for the entire mobile store by 2021. The idea was to launch the storefront first without marketing or promotions, and the company planned t- to begin uh, by producing a minimum viable product in 2019. In this case, a pilot program that would only feature King games like Candy Crush uh, only uh, launch in the US and be held by King developers we saw a mock-up of Candy Crush app store purchase page in court. Uh, optimally, the project uh, proposed tasking as many as five Activision and Blizzard developers, as well as many as three battle.net developers on board. Uh, those brands came uh, games that, uh, that much faster. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but that store never happened because Activision Blizzard did sign Google to a deal worth far more than $100 million. Uh, and I saw the signatures of ABK's CFO and Google's uh, Hiroshi Lockheimer on that deal in court in January 2020. It signed a deal that Google, according to Google partners partnership Don, uh, boss Don Harrison, now means that there are billions of dollars flowing between the two companies. Epic has alleged that Google effectively paid. Um, Activision Blizzard not to open its own competing store with so-called Project Hug Deal, Uh, one of the many deals uh, Google made to fight the contagion effect. Uh, a phrase coined by Google in internal documents to refer how it feared as many as 100% uh, of top game developers would defect from the Google Play Store following Epic Games' lead, hurting Google's App Store revenue in the process. But in court, Epic and Google's lawyers, witnesses, and experts have been sparring over whether Activision Blizzard actually ever truly planned to launch that App Store. Uh, So that's what they're trying to say because it's like a... It sounds like it was a way to get around monopoly laws that you know. In, in other words, Google were not quite owning them, but uh, paying them not to do not to do. Uh, it was kind of amp- anti competition, I suppose. Uh, uh, yeah. So, Samsung had redesigned. Uh, has redesigned the home screen for its fast streaming service samsung plus tv uh, here's an image of the updated ui from samsung's blog post in that post samsung young hoon Choi says that the company has seen a 60 percent increase in global viewing time um, on samsung tv plus over the past year so samsung have uh, it actually looks kind of similar to the to the LG, actually, a relation of mine recently got an LG OLED TV, and it looks quite similar to this uh, UI. Uh, but Samsung have a new UI as well, and uh, yeah, so they've updated. Because uh, I had a Samsung TV before; it wasn't the UI wasn't great. I had an old LG TV before; it wasn't great either. And I paid like a hundred quid for this um, remote control that acts like an air mouse, and it wasn't great either. But luckily, uh, a lot of that technology has moved on, and you know there a lot of the stores now are kind of rivaling the the Google Play Store, which is on uh, the Google TV and all that. Uh, so that's quite good because there were there was one stage we were so far behind, and I, I still do like the Google TV uh, setup. But after trying that new LG on the weekend, uh, I found it uh, quite easy to use now, and has the air mouse built in now as well so and it actually worked very very well so uh these new mac os features enhance mac iphone connectivity like never before uh sonoma brings a lot of small changes to mac os that culminate in big quality of life upgrades so if you have a mac and an iphone uh the 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 uh, connection between the two uh, has improved an awful lot i keep thinking back to um huawei and the new setup that they have and it's just like it's a circle and an inner circle kind of, and, and, uh, and all the, all your different, um, devices are bubbles and you can drag them in, you know, uh, you can drag one into the other one. So say if you have a video up on your phone, drag your phone into your TV and what's on your phone will appear on your TV or bri- drag your TV into your phone, and what's on the TV will appear on the phone, or something like that. Do you know, they're, they're all interactive with each other, and it was very, very smart, and they had to do it because they're they're kind of uh, banned from the Google Play Store and all that, so they made up their own uh, ecosystem, and that was one very, very smart thing that they did, and I see some of the other companies are doing similar things, so maybe Apple are doing their, their own kind of a version of that now. Uh, Uh, Mac Sonoma's smaller updates didn't get a big announcement or the pomp and circumstance that other updates and upgrades received this year, but the brand new uh, Mac's hitting the scene uh, this autumn will shake things up. If you're planning to upgrade uh, to a new Mac and iPhone simultaneously, you'll want to make sure they work in harmony. Uh, If you plan on upgrading both your computer and iPhone, there's good news. macOS Sonoma's update brings features that iPhone users have enjoyed for several years and some brand new ones um, that iPhone users first saw in iOS 17. Uh, So check out these new Mac features that make... Uh, the phone and computer work better together uh, for more, check out how to fix the most annoying iOS 17 features. Uh, so this is on CNET. So if you want to see a bit more about that, it's on CNET. Uh, here's everything to know about name drop on Apple Watch. So this is, um, I think we might have talked about this a few weeks ago, but what it is, is um, on, oh, well, we talked about it on the phone, but this is on the watch now as well. So I'm looking at it here. There's two watches uh, kind of uh, almost glass to glass close to each other. One has like an emoji kind of picture of a girl. One has emoji picture of a guy and they're just getting close to each other to swap details. So what it does is it passes on your email, your your um, phone number uh, or something or whatever you want. Maybe your address is something like that. So you set it up and then if you want to give someone your information, you just go watch the watch and they have everything they need. So, you know, this thing about swapping numbers and things years ago makes it much, much easier. So... um that's uh that's then it's on the watch now as well. I heard about it on the phone, so now it's on the watch as well. Uh, so, um, Apple name drop. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo faces a billion dollar lawsuit over Biden's ads. Uh, footballer Cristiano Ronaldo is facing a clash as- action lawsuit in the US over his promotion of Bydance, the largest cryptocurrency exchange in the world. The plaintiffs claim his endorsement led them to make loss-making investments. They are seeking damages of a sum seeking uh, $1 billion. Uh, the BBC has contacted both Ronaldo's management company and Bydance for comment. In November 2022, Biden announced its first CR7 collection of non-fungible tokens uh, in partnership with Ronaldo, uh, which the footballer said would reward fans for all the years of support. NFTs are virtual assets that can be b- bought and sold, but have no real world form um, in the, of their own. In other words, they only exist digitally. Generally, they are used to mark ownership of something such as a picture or video online. CR7 refers to Ronaldo's initials and short number and is used uh, as a branding range of products from footwear to fragrances and have uh, helped him be one of the wealthiest athletes in the world. Uh, in a social media uh, video announcement, the partnership Ronaldo told would-be investors that we are going to change the NFT game and take football to the next level. Uh, the chief, cheapest NFT from the collection was priced at seventy-seven quid and went on sale uh, dollars went in sale in November 2022. But one uh, year later, it was priced at one dollar. Uh, the claimants alleged that Ronaldo's promotion of Bidance led to a five hundred percent increase in searches for the crypto exchange, which registered the Cayman in the which is registered in the Cayman Islands. They also say it led to the use of the firm to, uh, to invest in the call unregistered securities such as biden's bnb cryptocurrency so he kind of promoted it he probably didn't know a whole lot about it just signed up for it and got a lot of money and put his name behind it and as with most nfts at the moment they're, they're they've gone down an awful lot this is no different but there were always from the beginning people were saying like what is this thing about like uh this doesn't you know same as bitcoin itself and 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 all the different cryptocurrencies it's all um if it works, it'll work well. If it if it goes bad, it goes very, very bad. It's very volatile. It's up and down. There's these pump and dump schemes. Everyone gets behind it, and all of a sudden, it's dropped. And uh, wh- whoever is left, uh, their investments have gone to, to almost nothing. So that's happening all the time, and this is just another one of them. There's been a few different lawsuits against a few different celebrities, but a lot of the times, the celebrities are quite ignorant of it. They're just... They're offered a ton of money, like if you're offered a load of money to advertise uh, uh, some company that sells TVs or something, you're going to do it, you know. Uh, And this was just advertising a bank or whatever, advertising some kind of financial institution and getting a a lot of money for it. And he probably has a hundred different endorsements, aftershaves and um, uh, all hotels and all kinds of everything, car companies, and this was just another one. He, I'm sure he wasn't deeply uh, uh, researching into it, but you know, uh, I, I don't know what's gonna come of that. Uh, every Bitcoin payment uses a swimming pool of water, apparently, uh, so this is an, from an environmental point of view. Every Bitcoin transaction uses, on average, enough water to fill a backyard swimming pool, a new st- study suggests. Uh, that's around six million times more than is used in a typical credit card swipe. Alex De Vries of Re Universite Amsterdam Calculates. I, uh, do you know what they, they should do is um, set up um, those, set up those computer farms that farm Bitcoin and use the heat generated, pump it out and use it to heat houses and <laughs> things like that. I wonder what that, I'd, maybe that would work. Uh, either that or make like an underwater tank that's very, very well sealed, that houses all the computers and that it's constantly uh, the water flowing around and keeps it cool all the time. Like like how a nuclear reactor works. Uh, there's around 6 million times more uh, uh, than it uses in a typical credit card swipe. Uh, Alex De Vries of Vrie University Amsterdam calculates. The figure is due to the water used to power and cool the millions of computers worldwide that Bitcoin relies on. So it's a... Very unenvironmentally friendly, according to them. So that's been Tech Thursday today. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Um, as always, you can call 06 069 200 or text or WhatsApp 071 669 800 or email patrick102fm at gmail.com. And I'll talk to you again in the next show. I uh, hope you have a good day. I hope you have a good week. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye bye. You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Liverpool 102 FM.